On this episode of the Quick Pop Podcast, Ace and Jake go over the fallout out of Clash of Champions and also discuss some of the new happenings in AEW, as well as NXT going to Wednesday nights. The Wednesday night wars are heating up and Impact is buying ROH, further adding to the drama. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listener of all ages, you are tuned into the greatest wrestling podcast that you're listening to right now at this moment. The Quick Pop Podcast. Wow. Uh, you haven't heard me in a while, but it's Jake. I am back, guys. And with me, as always, is the steadfast, the uh, the, 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 the true Quick Pop uh, member. I'm not going to say champion because no. that will just irritate me. <laughs> you know, you got it. Uh, you got it. No, no, no. I don't think I got it right. I didn't get it right. You're, you know. No, it's 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 just the the the, the true member. He's That's... not the true champion, as we found out this last <laughs> Sunday. But we'll get into that. Uh, just it just hurts you to be right, doesn't it? Oh wait, you weren't right. Sorry about that. I was right about most of them. <laughs> uh, uh, daggum WWE and your obvious booking and my pure wrestling heart that just wanted. Some good storytelling you that know, I should have known that the Raw Tag titles are just a prop. Why did I think they actually I, meant something? I can't blame you. Uh, you're finally doing what our buddy Nelstar is always wishing yeah. you would do. But, uh, yeah, you screwed up. <laughs> yeah, I did screw up. That was the one that screwed, that screwed me up. Oh, but that's okay. Uh, for those of you who've been living under a rock and somehow listened to a wrestling podcast and just somehow didn't know... Uh, we're talking about the Clash of Champions pay-per-view that just happened. Uh, we'll date this a little bit, but it's fine. Yesterday, uh, it was act. You know, it was not. It was not a stellar one. Like there was nothing that was like any kind of big major wow factor. But uh, it was definitely good. Still, like there wasn't anything wrong with it. Okay, I'm gonna be that guy for a quick second. That's fine. After watching All In and this being so close to it, I was like, hey, it was a pay-per-view. They yeah. had wrestling matches. Um, but there was, I will say, at least three or four out of the, the what did they have? 27 matches last night? Yeah, um, 32. That was good. Um, Becky and Sasha, I really enjoyed that match. I like how it deteriorated into a brawl. Um, it was a ton of fun. I like I like the mustard spot where they fought into the concession. Becky's like, mustard on your back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was pretty great. Because that gets um, that gets him. Yeah. Uh, what was another good match? I, I thought AJ and Alec, uh, Cedric was good. It's just short, and I'm still confused as to why that was on the pre-show and why you wouldn't have given that match more time on the regular show. Because Cedric Alexander is still a cruiserweight, technically, and they have their place. <laughs> Who's AJ facing? Cedric Alexander. Our cruiserweight. Okay, they're on the pre-show. Vince, no, but it's AJ. It's the U.S. title, but he's facing our cruiserweight. We have to put him on the pre-show. It's in our contract. Jeez, you're probably right. I didn't even think about that. I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Cedric Alexander will be facing Seth Rollins for the heavyweight title here in two months, and Vince will be like, pre-show match. It's like, Vince, it's the universal title. It's the top title. Yeah, but it's a cruiserweight. Pre-show. Yeah, here's the thing though. If uh, certain plans play out, I will be impressed if Seth is still holding the Universal title in two months. Um, given things that gotta, went I gotta down, be, I got to be honest here. I'll be surprised if he's holding the title in a month. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I guess. That's what I mean though. Is like 
you're saying like two months from now he'll be defending the heavyweight t- or the universal title, and I'm just yeah, thinking well, like, eh. that, 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 hey, that was just my silly story. Let me tell my silly story. Uh, you got that was your one then. You want to use up your one my, on wait, this? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa! We're back to a counter. Are you limiting me? Everybody gets one. Oh my god! Do y'all see what I put up with? And this story. Oh, what you put up with? It, I yes, have to yes. listen and to this your story's not been in here in a while, guys. It couldn't have been like life and scheduling and all of that stuff that Slate or sorry, why did I say oh. Ace has been in Seattle and every place else in his time zone and my time zone hasn't met. It's because you won't let me tell silly stories and I'm offended. I'll let you tell silly stories, but after the debacle that was the uh, Roman Reigns murder mystery where you went like on a 20, 30 minute tangent about who killed or tried to kill Roman Reigns. Oh, oh I am I am sad. I am so saddened that we did not uh, have bonus up during the Jericho loss of an AEW title because, oh, I made a list of theories of what had happened. Of who stole it? Yes. Obviously, it was Uh, all debunked. Just just, just a peek behind the curtain. One of my theories was Daniel Bryant stole it and was going to make it an unbelievable heavyweight title and eat it on TV. (laughs) And I still oh. wish that would have happened. Oh yeah, no, that would have been great. That would have uh, been amazing. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll stop with the weird theories now. No, 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 that was that was a great little theory. It just was undermined by the fact that they immediately found it on the side I of the know, road. I know. See, that's the reason I wanted to be on like a week ago. I was like, no, they found it, and I missed last week. That's okay. We had our week of mourning, and then they found it, and everything was good. I know. Yeah, we did. We did have that week of mourning that and, you weren't in Seattle and, uh, at PAX at all. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely a week of mourning. Definitely not scheduling. Definitely not travel issues. A hundred percent week of mourning. Uh, but it's okay. Oh, we, yeah, yeah. We all celebrated with a little bit of the bubbly. Oh my god. <sighs> um. So I'll, I'll I'll break I'll break character here for a second and not act like I don't know other podcasts don't exist. <laughs> so Jericho did a whole podcast, basically talking about like all his catchphrases and like how they came to be and like how they got big. And all he did when he started talking about a little bit of bubbly, he just basically all the memes that you've heard that you love yeah yeah played them all oh of course because they're, they're fantastic the brock lesnar theme the brock lesnar the, one is the best of, of the brock lesnar one is the best um the limb biscuit one is pretty great too oh no it's right up there but because because it's chris jericho singing brock lesnar's theme song there's just there's that added level of hmm <sighs> man, I, man, we—it's really bad that we missed out on that because that—that would have been some prime uh, meme discussion. Oh yeah, but uh, so you listen to other podcasts? That's what I took away from that. Yes, yes, I did. That's uh, it's a bold statement that you have. I know you put on the record there. Uh, but uh, now, 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 now for me to go back to kayfabe. Hey, so I heard WWE is starting their own podcast network. Um, considering we're the only wrestling podcast besides Jericho that I think exists ever, uh, you think you're going to be getting a call from Vince? Uh, you I don't know. Get some of that WWE money? If they can get that submission uh, form out fast enough, I'm going to fill it out. Okay, Just let's put, do it. Put us with the network. I mean, what are they going to do? Just make up podcasts? I mean, that that won't work. No, they'll just pay somebody a whole unnecessary amount of money to just sit in front of a podcast and stay in character for two and a half hours. 
or something like yeah, that. I don't think that would be as good. I mean, you think? I mean, Stone Cold does one. They'll they'll just wait. Pull what? Him. Yeah. Since when? What do you mean since when? I mean, he has that show on USA, but I that obviously was wait, wait. inspired from a podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Are you being Jazzy Jake or real Jake? Ah, uh, see, now I've blurred the lines. And now, me, now I don't know. Because <laughs> now I'm like, wait a minute. Like, do I do I elaborate or like? Wait, eh. I know Stone Cold has a podcast. I, I kind of figured, but I was there was that little moment of like, wait. Uh, that one was a good one. I listened to that one. I haven't listened to it lately, but uh, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Mainly because you could tell it's a hundred percent run by Steve, and he's just like, I don't know what I'm doing. They they tell me to do this thing, and it's better, 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 better. his podcast basically. I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions, and then I'm going to end the podcast with just talking about wrestling to you. Yeah, I'm going to talk about wrestling. Which, I'm going to tell some stories, and there'll be a product placement somewhere in the middle. Yeah, which which is a lot of fun. Like I mean, his podcast is good. Uh, some guests better than others, but yeah, it's good. Yeah. But uh, enough about them. Let's talk about us and talk about the fact that uh, there were a couple of matches that that cost you the title, essentially. Yes, yes, yes. According to our rules, it cost oh, you wait, the wait, title. Wait, 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 wait. Before, before you, you go on this whole, like, it cost you the title rant, let's tell the listeners that we did once again tie. Yeah. How? How we managed that is beyond me. I even purposely on some of them, like, I purposely picked opposite because, you know, you put yours in before I was managed to put mine in. And I didn't pick based off what you picked, but, like, I didn't want us to have a tie, so I didn't go with, like, oh, this is going to be painfully obvious and pick a bunch of stuff that you picked. So yeah. there, were, there were a couple things where I was like, you know what? I could really see them I could really see them winning. Uh, like, for example, uh, I thought the New Day would, would retain. Uh, they didn't, but I thought the New Day would retain. See, the only reason I thought they didn't is because what I thought that they would do is exactly what they did do. Let the Revival win, and then going into Kofi Orton, you're like, oh, what if they give them all the belts? The New Day has had all the belts, and now they're going to give this new faction all the belts. Yeah, and that's what I thought, but I had a feeling that Kofi was not – they were not ready to let Kofi go, especially at Clash of Champions. So that's why I thought – Well, especially to Orton. Yeah, I mean – the, the that storyline like literally it was like hey 10 years ago i called you an idiot and then you beat me up and i still beat you because you're an idiot now 10 years later you're an idiot so you're gonna let kofi lose the you're an idiot match twice yeah i mean the the writing in this in, on the wall was definitely made for kofi they did i like that they gave us two matches normally i would hate that it's like come on just finish the feud but I like that they kind of stretched it a little bit because I feel like they introduced that story a little too quick. Um, so letting it ride a little bit more helped it a bit. Not much because the story was kind of flat to begin with. But spanning it out over two pay-per-views did allow that story to like elaborate a little. Uh, I agree. Because he then because he started targeting – well, because like what I liked about it is in – he started targeting, you know, the other members of the New Day and said that, like, it would just be Kofi and all this, that, and the other. Yeah, so. I mean, like, what he did to Xavier Woods, you know, hurting his knee and taking him off television for two weeks, you know, because he had a legitimate injury and it wasn't that he wanted to go to Dragon Con and PAX at all. No, no, no. Uh, so, like, he was actually talking about that 
at uh PAX when I saw his uh Oh did he? When I was when I was there, he was actually talking about how his knee was hurting some. That it wasn't nearly as bad as the they make it out on TV, but it is a little sore. Oh, okay. So I mean it's not it's not literally just so he could go to those things. Like there was some legitimacy to it. Maybe not to the extent that they were portraying on TV, but uh Yeah. I mean obviously any injury they up it on TV to make it seem worse if if you're just going to get beat up and stuff. Yeah, I just meant like he he did admit it and cuz people asked him and he was like, you know, it's not as bad as they make it seem, but it it does hurt. So, there was a little <laughs> bit of legitimacy to it, just not to the extreme that they were trying to portray. Uh but so and it was weird it was weird that they did that spot where uh they like ripped up his legging suits or whatever and yeah, it's tights yeah it's tight i don't know why i was calling leggings to tights but you know what i mean i have no idea either but now i want them to forever be known as leg suits leg suits i don't know why where i was going it's like my brain i started saying it and then my brain was like no abort and i was like oh you mean this and they're like no you're just digging it deeper yes uh his tights uh it's weird that they just were like yeah just tear those up and target the knee even though they're literally just tights I don't know what like exposing the knee changes because then they put him in like a submission hold, right? Uh, yes. So like, I never really understood like why. What's the? I mean, you just you tore away like, you know, half an inch of fabric. How does that make it hurt worse? I don't. I don't get it. Oh, by the way, speaking of uh, since we're just jumping all over the place. Yeah. Speaking of uh, submission moves in the cruiserweight three way. Uh, Alberto, whatever his name is, um, he did a submission move that was like a Texas Cloverleaf figure four. Yeah, that is probably the stupidest submission move I've ever seen. Yeah, it was definitely one of those like, okay, we're supposed to believe this hurts, but it does not look like it hurts one bit at all. Like, there's some of those moves that it's like, I can see it hurting, but you can tell they're they they're only like halfway doing it to, to not like fully hurt the person yeah but it's like okay that move would hurt you maybe yeah like that move is he just like i'm standing with your legs crisscross now tap out yeah i was like oh okay that maybe that's why you didn't win yeah exactly right gulak gulak has been on a really nice streak though like he's he's well known enough but also like not he's not like superstar max you know level but he's still holding on to that title, and it's impressive. So Gulak is probably one of the three guys on that show that I really enjoy watching. But for the love of all that is holy, put on knee pads. Oh, yeah. You are going to mess up your knees here in a few years. Please put on some knee pads. Also, for the love of all that is holy, uh, give Oni, give Oni a, a run with the belt. Oh, my Lord. Oni Lorkin and Jack Gallagher should run that show. Oh, Jack! I've, look, Jack's been on Twitter a lot more, uh, acting like he's like looking for a tag partner and stuff like that. I like where I like the angle that they're pushing. Yeah. So we'll see how that I, we'll I, see I how like that plays out. Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher is my boy. Oh, absolutely! Right there, man of a million umbrellas. I'm all about it. That's Even right. though that's not really his shtick anymore, like that one match left left an impression. Uh. Let's see what else. I'm trying to think of any uh, other big see, standout Bailey matches. Charlotte was what it was. We all we all knew that was going to be what it was. Uh, it was okay, interesting so, that like, <laughs> Bailey? yeah, 
Bailey turning heel. Like I was looking forward to Bailey turning heel, but it's like she's trying to be like the same character, but be like, no, y'all are silly. I'm just doing the right thing. But Bailey is coming off as a 14 year old kid that just found out they don't have to do what mom and dad says. And now she's just like, I'm going to do this thing and see if it, you know, ticks people off. Oh, I'm doing it. Yeah. It's, like it's, it's it's just like she's very just much doing it just, be, just yeah. Full she's very much acting like I'm doing this because it's not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, she's acting like a little kid that just found out you can disobey your parents. Yep. Oh, I can do this. Oh, I can use a chair. Yeah, okay. But I mean, no because they had Sasha on the books as well. Uh uh, no one really thought that like that match was going to be fantastic. If Sasha uh, wasn't yeah, on the agreed. if Sasha wasn't on the books, then there would be the potential of her coming in and interfering, and that could have added some amped upness. But the fact that she was on the on the roster for later, that's what changed it. That being said, See, I, I think uh, it- Becky's title run I think isn't long for this world either. Uh, so I actually, that's why, that's why I definitely picked her to lose, even though the way she lost didn't lose her the title. I fully expected Becky to lose the title here. Maybe it was a little on the nose, uh, a little too on the nose, I should say, uh, to think it was going to happen at Clash of Champions. Yeah. I feel like just like with Kofi, they'll wait for a bigger, you know, stage to do that. I actually think Becky will lose next month at Hell in a Cell. You think Hell? I could see Hell. Oh, on that note, uh, what was with that weird uh, promotional video they did for Hell in a Cell? Okay, you're talking about the one where like the cell's wrapping around everyone? Yeah. Okay, I don't know if they did this intentionally, but when I watched it, um, I'm a big horror movie fan, Yeah. and there was a Sam Raimi horror movie that came out about 10 years ago, I want to say, called drag me to hell yeah and the poster is literally this girl screaming but this like like black like smoke viney looking thing like grabbing her and like pulling her down and that's what the computer made cage wrapping around them while they were screaming looked like yeah so i was like is this supposed to be like the drag me to hell poster or is it just a weird coincidence yeah i i thought the same thing uh but it definitely, it was weird because there was one where, uh, I don't remember who it was. Uh, I think it was like one of the last shots they showed of it, like looking like it was about to fully consume one of the wrestlers. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember who it was, but. Was it Roman? I think, oh yeah, it was Roman because it made it look like he was like in this agonizing pain and it was wrapping around. I'm like, no, he was, he was doing his little chant. It just it that part took me out of it because everyone else was like up against the the cage or thrown down or whatever, but like they used a shot of Roman doing his little like scream primal yell kind of thing. Yeah. But the way the the implication was that he had a uh, you know when he did that he was in pain and I was like what no that's not the vibe I'm getting but it was uh definitely an interesting promotion. I'll say that. Like, I like what they were doing. I like the idea that they had. I just don't know if... I don't know. 
it was it was weird. It was cool, but it was also weird. If that makes yeah. any sense. And also, it wasn't until that commercial played that I remembered that the Hell in a Cell is now red. Uh, I uh, yeah, completely forgot that it was red. Or, like, what do you mean? Oh, like the the cell itself? Yeah, I think that's a new addition too, though, isn't it? Yeah, they just changed that last year. Yeah, but I I forgot that they did until they did the commercial. I was like, what's that red stuff around them? Do they show the scene with like the cell actually lowering and it's red? I'm like, why is it re- Oh yeah, that, that changed. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, again, like I said, I, and what's weird is then that makes it almost seem like it's a, a raw show, but like that was back yeah, right. that, that was when the brand split was still a thing. This year the brand split's not really a thing, so I wonder if it'll still be red. I don't know. That is a good point. But, and I'm wondering now that they're uh, <clears throat> doing a brand, the non-brand split, how many Hell in a Cells would there be? Right now at the top of my head, I'm thinking uh, Becky and Sasha and The Fiend and Seth. But I don't know if there'll be any for SmackDown. Because Kofi, to me, Kofi and Orton is done. So I, I can see Kofi have a new opponent, but I don't know if you'd go straight for Hell in a Cell. I just I don't know who off of SmackDown would be enough to warrant a Hell in a Cell match, but I don't know. But the pay per view all in all was okay. Um, Seth Braun was entertaining. It just felt like a big brawl. Uh, yeah, the, all the tag matches were just okay. Uh, yeah, all in all, I don't think the rest of the pay per view was amazing. I think it was good. I just don't think it was amazing. So, yeah, that's it for WWE, but there's a lot of news elsewhere. Uh, like what? Uh, well, Anthem. You remember that company that a few, uh, about a year ago, couldn't afford to play TNA talent? Yeah, the one that we railed and said that like they were falling apart as a company. Yeah, apparently they can afford to buy a network. Interesting. Because Anthem just uh, bought uh, Access TV. Very and interesting. And shortly after... Do what? I said very interesting. Right. And uh, shortly after that, they uh, decided to announce their first new show will be Impact Wrestling starting... Gee, I wonder when. Oh, yeah. October. Oh, how shocking. Not really. So October is all of the wrestling. All the wrestling. Get, get, in, get in gear. Uh, you fitting to be assaulted? That's right. So the weird, the so there's a bunch of questions involved with that because uh, New Japan's already on access, and so is uh, Wow. And Wow's an all women wrestling show. Uh, the rumor is is that is definitely staying because Impact has been uh, working to garner a talent uh, exchange with Wow and other women program. And also, WoW tapes about a year out, so Tessa Blanchard is still on their show. Yeah. So since it has impact talent, they are just going to uh, continue to uh, let it run. Uh, New Japan, I know, I don't know how long their contract is, but they have a contract with Access. But no one knows if when that's done, if they'll want to leave, or if maybe Access can get them to stay. And if so... They would have Impact, New Japan, and WoW as like a wrestling block, I guess, to start 
whatever they're going to build this channel. Oh. Uh, I mean, I get it. But I guess my problem is, like, where'd they get the money? That's... See, from what I heard, it was just like some mid-card to lower-level talent that they weren't paying. So now I'm starting to wonder if it was that they couldn't pay them or if maybe said talent wasn't doing enough dates to ballot get, get their full pay. You know, like it may have been more political stuff than we know. Um, because, yeah, you, you don't just immediately just get that money, you know? Yeah. It's just, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, but, and then after that, even more news. Apparently, uh, the company Anthem now is in talks to buy Ring of Honor. So they're just... And if, if that were to happen, then inside North America, you would basically just have three different companies owning most of the major wrestling. Because if Anthem buys ROH, they will own Impact and ring of honor wwe obviously owns itself and then AEW would be owned by the cons yeah that's that's weird uh, i just it's, it's like a w, one of those things it's a wwe approach like which is weird like i never expected that to happen yeah i wouldn't expect it either but it's one of those things that like i like that more wrestling will be accessible on tv but it's also weird that it, even though there will be multiple companies, it's basically, hey, there's three places to work. Yeah. Anthem, Vince, or the cons. Like, basically, the uh, the multifaceted, like, go where you want to go uh, aspect is gone. Yeah. And, like, I understand, like, that was going to end someday. Like, the team sort of buying them up. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day when it was WCW and WWE and ECW, those were the only three places to go. You know, there wasn't really the indies. So, I mean, this indie uh, boom was bound to end and just get supplemented into bigger companies. I guess, but <laughs> it just seems it almost seems a little too convenient that all of a sudden, uh they're you know oh yeah we're also coming out in october and it's like all right that's that's your prerogative and it just seems a little too like on the nose i guess you know what i mean it does feel like anthem got the money and was like let's buy this network let's, let's buy a network to put impact on because everyone's going to be talking about wanting to watch wrestling and let's try to get some of that uh, but I mean, also they probably just also wanted to buy their own TV network and try to do programming, you know? Yeah, but that just it's it's a messy situation given everything that happened before as well. I mean, it it, it definitely is. It, it it's it's I don't know. It's just it's a weird situation too because it feel like it just came out of nowhere. Like I, you never heard any talks of like, oh, they're shopping around looking for a new home for Impact or. Oh, the company Anthem may be buying TV. In fact, um, I saw when the story broke, I saw Jordan Grace even tweeted like the link to the story and goes, when the dirt sheets know more about your job than you do. Oh, man. Like none of the, apparently none of the talent knew that uh, they were in uh, that Anthem was in talks with any TV station. 
Yeah, that's the so, worst way to find out. Like, I can, I think we can all admit the worst way to find out something is <laughs> via, uh, via like Twitter. Well, yeah, well, not just that, but also somebody else telling you something about your job. Like, oh, did you hear that you're going to be on this TV channel? No, no, I didn't hear that. I didn't know that I would be doing this. Right. But I am curious if they're going to try to go live with Impact or if they're going to continue to be pre-taped. Uh, I mean, if they want to compete with all the other big boys, they'll have to be live. See, I'm not sure if they want to necessarily compete with the big boys like that. I mean, uh, I, I just guess. think they want to get it on a network so they can try to get some of the residual rating. I suppose. But, I mean, I don't know. It's it's tough to say. <clears throat> yeah. And, in fact, speaking of uh, the big boys, uh, in a, another show that is starting up this week, NXT, there have been rumors spreading that one Kevin Owens may end up on NXT. Yeah, and they definitely have already laid the groundwork for him to potentially go there. With the firing. And on Twitter, he's been in contact with Adam Cole, and he tweeted out basically, uh, it was letters or, yeah, no, it was, no, it was, it was numbers, numbers that the equivalent of those numbers is NXT. Yeah, I mean, it's not like for sure, but but yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not for sure. And obviously, they want there to be some mystery to it, because if it does happen, it'll probably happen on either the first episode of NXT or the October 2nd episode. Right. And I mean, I, th I think it could be a good move. Um, Owens here lately, ever since he lost the universal title has been up and down and his stories haven't been that great. You can get him to NXT, let him be more creative, let him be down there with like one of his buddies and Adam Cole and do some cool stuff, uh, I say go for it. Uh, I mean, here's the thing. I think they actually had a good story going for him lately, and this is them just hitting the eject button. See, well, I don't know if it's him hitting the eject button or them hitting the Um, Because, like, I like the storyline that you're talking about with him and Shane, but the problem to me with the story is they did the story in reverse. Like him and Shane had problems. And so then they were doing a match. So then Owens was like, oh, uh, if you beat me, uh, I'll quit. And it's like, well, that's weird that it just went that quick, but okay. So then they do it and then Owens doesn't lose. So you're like, okay, I guess the storyline's over. And then they continue it. And then Shane is like, oh, but if you do this, I'll find you money. If you do this, I'll, I'll, I'll do all this stuff to you. And he has a family, so he's trying not to step over the line. And then the second he steps over the line, they're like, you're fired. Bye. And yeah. it's just a weird way to tell that story. I really because now, just like, didn't like, say he doesn't go to NXT. I just didn't like that story in general uh, and the way that it played out on the, the pay-per-view because, like, Owens actually did everything he could to, like, be the good boy in that fight. Yeah. And then uh, Shane just straight up taps and he's fired. And I'm like, what? It just didn't yeah, make, like, it, it just didn't make any like sense. Like you said, like, I mean, Owen is still supposed to be the good guy, but at the same time, he's like 
fighting for his job and he's supposed to like hate Shane. That's what I'm then, saying. Yeah, right? I wouldn't expect him to like, you know, be like, oh, I'm going to do everything right. Well, I just mean like he actually like he slow counted uh, like he was doing everything. On... Oh, oh, you're talking about in the. Uh, uh, the not King... the SummerSlam, not their match, but you're talking about, I'm talking about the King match, of the Ring. Uh, with uh, Gable and Shane. Yeah, I'm talking about King of the Ring. Not no, 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 no. The other match, no, the, I, that made sense why he did what he did. Like, I'm talking about the one that got him fired. Yeah. Uh, so it was just one of those things of, I don't know. I, I didn't like the fact that they portrayed like, oh, he listened and did what he was supposed to do. And then he still got fired. I was like, well, now, now it just looks like you're abandoning the story. Yeah. See, like to me. If you're gonna get get him fired, I think he should have screwed Shane over. Yeah. If he if because, he pushed like you Gables said, through. he did everything right and still got fired. And that just doesn't make sense because with this whole Owen character, yeah, he's worried about his family and stuff. But like I would think you would have a breaking point for him. And like Shane you know, Shane doing that is pushing him to his breaking point. So I I, I don't know. I'm I'm with there. I'm with you. It doesn't make any sense. It's just a weird uh, uh, setup. But if he goes to NXT and it's him joining Undisputed Era, I'd be down with that. Maybe, maybe. In fact, I just thought about this. What would be cool is if he goes to NXT, joins Undisputed Era, and you're like, oh, he's a part of that that show. And then when uh. Uh, SmackDown goes to Fox, have him show up on SmackDown with Undisputed Error and just like mess the show up. Maybe. What I think would... that could be cool. You just have Undisputed Error wreaking havoc and messing the show up, and then like Shane's trying to get order, and Owens is basically like, "You did this." Maybe, maybe. It, it, I could see that being a story. I don't think they'll do it, but I could see that being a story. I'd be down for it. But uh But then again, I also am a huge mark for Adam Cole and Kevin Owens. True. I mean, and even I've warmed up to him, so I'll allow That's it. That's right. Cuz 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 see you you start hanging out with me and you learned what good was. No, it was cuz they actually started booking him well, but that's different. Uh <laughs> Let's see. Let's 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 wrap this up with just a you know one last thing. Uh, we got to see the fiend again last night, and yes. he he now has more or less chosen his next target. Uh, so all the rumors that we saw are true, and I hope that our original story of give him title, make him not even care about title, uh, come true. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, see, here's the thing: I don't think he needs the title. But if it's going to be him and Seth Rollins one-on-one, he has to win. I don't care if, like, 50 other guys get involved. He has to win. He is too hot right now that if, if you're going to make the mistake of giving him a title shot this fast, he has to win the belt. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, if he shows up and, like, is rocketed to the top, no, absolutely. I mean, if it was me... I would not be getting him the belt right now. I'd just let him be crazy spooky and just fighting random people. But if you want this, sure. 
I'm fine. Uh, I'm fine. I'll with be it. down to see Bray Wyatt as that creepy, sadistic character uh, with a belt. And we got like a month or so to build that. We're not even a full month. Half a month. No, we don't even have up. a full month. It's October what six. six. So we got a ha- half a month to build that up. That's fine. Yeah, because we have hell in a we have hell in a cell <clears throat> on uh, that Sunday. And then that Friday is SmackDown for on Fox, yep. and it's the new draft. The new draft, yep. Some, they announced someone, that. Someone dressed uh, Bray Wyatt, and then they're like, but not The Fiend. No, you, he stays there. And he's like, oh, sorry. They're now on two separate shows. Bray Wyatt's on uh, Raw. Fiend's on SmackDown. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, That'd be great. Let, let, let's make that happen. But, uh, yeah. it. You know what? Overall, it's it's been a good. It wrestling's picking up. Uh, we're we're getting a lot of stories that are starting to settle into place, and uh, October is going to be where everything really kicks off. So everything's really going to hit because I do believe that WWE is building to close out storylines so that after they do this uh, draft, they start um, new ones. They can load up SmackDown and do a bunch of very interesting stuff there. Yes. And then AEW will start up, and we'll finally be able to see what that looks like uh, as far as the TV format. We know what their pay-per-views look like. We know they have really good wrestling. We know they have Class A matches. But it's like, now that you got a weekly storyline to build those matches, what does it look like? Yes. But uh, I'm glad you're back. And apparently Impact's going to be on Access, which I know you're excited about. Because you you've been uh, complaining that you haven't got your Impact fix in a while yeah except for the fact that i can get my impact fix anytime on twitch at all times <laughs> uh i'm glad you're back me uh, too uh it's, it's good to have you back and uh you were i would let me uh, it's tough to say i'm glad you, i'll put it this way and this is no in no way a bad thing so don't take it as such because there's no malice behind this I'm glad you were gone because it allowed some other people to showcase, but I'm also glad you're back. Oh, yeah. No, I told you what you're saying. Uh, the last few weeks that I've been on, I've been listening. It's been great. Yeah, I I try. No, but, it, it's, it's been good to switch it up with different people. I'm, I'm completely uh, fine with that statement. I think we're going to see more of the different people. Good. But, uh... Maybe we can do another three-man episode with said different person. <laughs> Maybe we can have a th- three-man episode, period. It's been too long. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, if, but, if that will ever work out again. Yeah, one of these days we'll get it. The stars will align. We all know how to summon the other guy. You just you start talking about AEW, and then it sh- he shows up. Just, just chance. <laughs> we just, okay, we need to light some incense. Janella. 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 Janela. Uh, no, you know what it is? Is Moxley's been hurt? That's why he hadn't showed up. That is exactly what it is. If Moxley's <laughs> down, so is he. So is he. But uh, for, for, hey, okay. So we need incense. We need someone chanting AW, and we need Joey Ryan's uh, penis druids. Yes. <laughs> and, and then Slate will arise. I mean, I mean that other person. That other person. Dang it! We played our hand. Uh, we, thanks we everyone for hand. listening. Uh, it's always good to get back with Jake, and it's always good to uh, sit down and talk about what went down. Because most of the time, I'm watching these by myself, and I don't have anybody to talk to. Uh, tune in next week. Uh, it's going to be good. 
uh, hopefully we'll have some some story to work with uh, building in a hill in a cell that all happens this week in fact that's why we're pulling the plug right now because it's seven o'clock our time and it's time to see what happened on the post raw it's uh, time to get raw time to get raw time to see uh the the fallout from the pay-per-view i'm not it's not even on let's go find out uh thank you all for tuning what? in what until next week until next week we're, we need some druidic chants. Oh. I'll add in some druidic chants. Uh, so, thank you once again. Uh, I am Ace. You're still, as of now, Quick Pop Champion uh, due to due rulings. Uh, but I must give some credit to my opponent, uh, DJ Jesse Jake, because nobody else came close. <laughs> That's right. It is still me and you battling it out for the ages. Yep, so I get to hold on to that belt. I don't have to drive down to Mississippi and deliver it yet. I'm hoping I continue to not have to drive down to Mississippi and deliver it. When's Hell to Sell? What do we say? It's October 6th? Yeah. Tick-tock, tick-tock. Tick-tock. Except for the fact that I'm going to hold it and probably lose it at Survivor Series because that's when really shenanigans start happening. Uh, y'all take care. Spay and neuter your pets. And uh, go brush your teeth. It's It's time. Breath stank, brush them deep. Later, guys. <laughs>